Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. Estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. It's very clear our economy is still in trouble. Now your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Starts with doing everything possible to get the COVID-19 under control so that we can reopen our businesses safely, resume our lives, put this pandemic behind us. Broadcasting from the KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 Studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talking it's about time about. for Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mortgage Matters. Uh, we're glad that you're with us. Dan? I'm glad to be here, too, Jason. Yeah, it's great to have you. <laughs> I'm sitting, uh, I brought the recording stuff home, so so today we're doing the podcast. Uh, of course, you're still remote, but I'm doing it from my couch. Awesome. I'm very comfortable. I have my feet up on an ottoman. Uh, look at you yeah you can tell you can tell you're older and wiser this this go around uh, <laughs> you you're learning you're doing yeah good job it's really just since i had to be home this afternoon and this is the <laughs> this is the place where i'm going to be able to least likely be interrupted by a loud noise so uh, yeah but uh nonetheless i'm very comfortable so <laughs> <Good. laughs> um well so here we are we're already in the middle of may which is kind of baffling to me. I feel like we're quickly approaching the middle of the year. It's getting there, huh? Yeah, no kidding. And um, yeah, so business is chugging along. Feels like, uh, you know, activities picking up a little bit. And the theme from the last few times we've talked about purchases on the show has been... Um, how dog eat dog that market is and that is not there's nothing new to report there it continues to be uh pretty pretty competitive if you're a buyer it has been it's it's just it's it's frustratingly competitive and you know i was actually talking with one of our employees earlier this week who's looking to buy a home um and going through that debate that we've, you know, we've talked about before, it's the, you know, should I wait and save more money for, for a down payment versus just, you know, go for it now and maybe have a little bit less. And, and that was, you know, this, this person was thinking that it was in their best interest to maybe just go live at home for a few months while they save some money and save more for a down payment. They have enough for, a down payment, but maybe not a full 20% or something. And what was and your I was advice? Like, I was like, I just don't know if that's the right thing to do. I mean, you're going to go start saving a few thousand bucks a month or whatever you can manage to squirrel away. And meanwhile, how much our home price is going to go up in that same period of time. Right. We've seen, I mean, I, and just to kind of put that into perspective, we have another employee who's also a renter currently looking to maybe buy in the near future. And just in the last couple of months, 
the home that he is renting has gone up more than 10% in value in less than a year. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about the, the pace of appreciation with these entry level homes here in slow County seems to be outpacing what someone could reasonably save per month. So yeah. is waiting and trying to save more really doing you any favors? I th- I'm not sure that it is. This this is tricky when you, you know, I because I, I get this a lot with first-time homebuyers, especially first-time homebuyers that are not convinced that they're totally ready to take the plunge, but they're sort of sorting out whether it's feasible, how much will it cost, how much do they need, you know, what should they be working towards and then usually you get down to this question well is now the time to buy and what's really interesting is um i had a a local business owner a very successful local business owner in 2014 tell me that um it seemed like the smart thing to do would be to wait a couple of you know a year or two believing that prices were going to stabilize or come down and he basically ended up waiting until about 2018, I think it was, and bought his house. And um, I didn't say I told you so or attempt to rub his nose in it, but they missed um, by about $100,000 um, in equity over that period of time. And, you know, just basically, and it wasn't even a function of down payment, just concern about the market and whether or not you know the recent increases were sustainable and if there was a going to be a better window upcoming and so that that's one thing I try to remind myself is that we had people trying to guess this potential you know I'm going to wait a little while to see it stabilize or go down um, seven years ago so um, not not probably a great game plan then. Um, also, it's very difficult to predict that we're going to keep going on like this for years on end. Um, I think there's a sound argument to be made that it's possible, um, but the the fear and conservative side of us, especially when we're giving other people advice, is to say, well, nobody really knows. And that that piece of it, I think, is just everyone sort of ha- sort of has to cozy up to. But I got to tell you, um, and I mean, Dan, you had a front row chair to this as last year. I mean, I did almost two hundred transactions last year, and many of those were repeat customers that bought homes in the previous ten years, and so many of them were you know, just have a ton of equity. They bought a house, put their head down, made payments. And, you know, now they've got equity or they're moving up to a more expensive house or something like that. Um, And some of the best ones, some of the most encouraging ones ever are the people that barely snuck in with like a three and a half percent down FHA loan. And, you know, just by way of a few years of good luck and making payments on time and finding themselves with a little bit more equity, getting out of their mortgage insurance and, you know, ending up with a payment that comes down very close and sometimes less than what rent is. So I, it's hard for me with that big view vantage point of all the success stories to want to encourage people to wait um, but at the same time, next year could bring a plateau in real estate values, right? 
It could. I mean, and like you said, you can't really predict that. But what we've we've seen the same winning formula throughout rapidly appreciating markets and you know more normal markets. Um, well, and also through where, that crash so, too, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, through the crash, you know, there's definitely a dip in values and that kind of. But people to... that even hung on through one of the worst times oh, sure. ever were made whole and then benefiting from Absolutely. you know home price appreciation again. So at at the end of that, it sort of starts to feel like, well, you need to have a long term plan. The good news is we're dealing in thirty year fixed. The good news is we're dealing with Central Coast real estate, which is generally pretty stable. And um, that with a plan of several years, you know, and that's the great thing about the 30-year fixed, right, is your payment's not going to go up. Uh, The only way it goes up is if your insurance costs increases or your property taxes increase. And by the way, if your property taxes are increasing, that's because your value is increasing, Right. So Mm -hmm. even if you found yourself in a position where your value went down, it means that your payment is likely to decrease temporarily, too, as your taxes would as well. Um, So you just you sort of are um, locking in your worst case uh, housing expense and beginning into that forced savings plan of developing real savings and, and real wealth. I sat through a presentation recently from a young real estate agent who was talking, you know, at a group of first time home buyers and trying to say, Hey, go, you want to find the secret to creating wealth is go find your parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents, anyone you can, that's older than you talk to them about, how much they bought their first house for, was it a stretch, were they concerned that they were making the right decision or not, and then ask them how it worked out, and knowing everything they know now, would they ever have sold one of those houses or kept every one of them, and how did it work out? And, you know, that's a pretty interesting thing to do is go poll people. Um, And what you find out is that most everybody, including now the people that hung on through that 07, 08 crash, um, would say, yes, it's real estate's a great investment and it's been a critical part of my success and wealth. And so I I agree. Most most people I know that have done well financially have real estate's been a part of that. Yeah. I, and I agree that I, I think the scenario where real estate values go down, if that's a worry of someone's right now and participating in, in today's market, I have a, I have a hard time subscribing to that scenario. Um, at least in the, the short term, near term, like, you know, next five years, it's even hard for me to believe that much, you know, even beyond five years, but definitely in the next five years, it's hard for me to to envision a scenario where values go down yeah. if it's not having a full 20% down payment and having to deal with mortgage insurance if that's what's keeping you from from taking the leap you know mortgage insurance is temporary like that's my message to you is that it's just it's just a, something that's necessary if you're making less than a 20% down payment but it's it's a couple hundred bucks usually maybe less maybe more kind of depends on the value of the home but it's temporary. It can go away. Um, and, and from the people we've seen over the years buying homes with low or minimum down payments, they're getting out of it relatively quickly within, 
12 to 24 months generally. Yeah. Um, you're right and about then that. If, if you're scared about, you know, the competition aspect, I mean, yeah, it's frustrating and yeah, you might make some offers and lose out, but people are, you know, the persistence pays off in this and you just have to be ready. And, and, you know, if you see something that meets your needs and, and, um, you're ready, then you'll, you're going to get one eventually. Yeah. I hate to, um, I think I've been told that human condition is that you always expect what recently has been occurring will always be the norm. And so I hate to tell people or set an expectation that, Hey, your house value is going to go up 10% a year. And so in two years, you're going to get out of your mortgage insurance. Now that's been the case for quite a while. We've seen that, that recipe work for people. Um, if you don't, uh, if you don't have that luck, if the market does cool off and home value appreciation is slower or even flat for a period of time, you're amortizing by paying down your loan balance and eventually it stops anyway. Um, with a little luck and a continued, you know, housing economy, you, you might you may end up getting out of it very quickly. But I feel like mortgage insurance, um, really, when you look at it, um, like you said, Dan, it's it's a depending on your credit score and what type of, you know, expensive home and, and loan program that you're in, it, it could be, I mean, sometimes it's as little as a hundred bucks a month and sometimes it's near 400 bucks a month, but, um, you know, it's, it's sort of like the, the fee you're paying for entry because you don't have the huge down payment. So you sort of have this fee that you, are required to pay until until you you know meet the requirements and no longer need it, and it's pretty it's pretty nominal all things considered. You um, I mean you're you're owning real estate now? I mean that that has been part of you know the American dream for so long. And as you mentioned, trying to picture a scenario where home values are going to go down in the next few years, um, I'd like to submit. Um, some evidence here to the contrary uh, reasons why it's not likely to go down um, you know we're right now remember the last couple of years uh, headlines were dominated by um, trade tariffs and trade wars or however you want to call it with China and concern over Brexit and these kind of things and you know what's dominating headlines today Upward pressure on consumer prices, where now the inflation word is on the tip of the tongue to every everybody paying attention to the economy. They're very concerned about inflation. You know what happens to real estate value in times of inflationary pressure? It goes up. It goes up, and it can go up dramatically. Um, and so this is going to be... Um, Exhibit one of my proof here is that we're beginning to see some inflation. There is some inflation numbers that are happening. This week, we got data from the consumer price index um, as well as the producer price index. And, you know, you can get lost in the minutia of these numbers, but I'll just tell you um, the bottom line is that for the month of March, there was gains in most every category, um, a 4.2% gain.
gain on a year-over-year basis, which represents some of the highest inflation that we've seen on a year-over-year basis since um, 2009. Um, In terms of the core measure, which excludes food and energy, which we know what's happening right now to the cost of food and energy, um, taking those out of the mix um, you've got a 3% year-over-year year right now, which is the fastest clip since 1982. So inflation. Um, now, I, I want to I throw in here the asterisks that this is also coming off of the heels of a year's worth of uh, businesses being closed and you know the economy not acting right. So you can't leap to quick conclusions over you know some data like this where most of the economy is reopening back to a somewhat normal state. However, um, you got to pay attention to the inflation stuff no matter what. And um, you know the feds have been very clear that they're going to raise rates once um, there's been some sustained inflation and they're still calling the current measure of inflation transitionary. They believe that this is COVID related sort of based on the cycle and that's going to sort itself out and and, um, not probably be on this trajectory. That being said, um, this week, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who I'll remind you was um, not too long ago, was the the chair of our, our Fed, um, she made comment that um, the Fed may need to raise interest rates to prevent the economy from overheating. Um, she kind of tried to soften those words a little bit later, um, saying that it was not to be interpreted as a recommendation to do so, but just more of a comment about if things keep going how they're going, that the Feds may have to raise rates just to, to take reins on the economy to some degree so inflation equals higher home prices we know that Um, and one particular place of inflation um, this is my exhibit b um, record lumber prices are um, it's this is wild you guys if you haven't paid attention to this you need to i saw a picture this week of a price tag of a Doug fur two by four from Home Depot that was selling for almost $10 for a single two by four. Um, those used to be 288 or so. Um, and so when you dig into this and you look at this, um, you know, just reading directly here from a news article that um, nearly a 400% increase in lumber prices in the past 12 months. And, um, you know, the bottom line is that there, there is a lot of demand right now because of home construction and renovation. Um, so there's a high demand on wood. There's not enough wood to go around. And um, it's leading to price increases. They had um, national new home builders have weighed in on this now saying that, um, you know, it is basically leading to, you know, increased costs and that, you know, it's estimated right now that this increased costs in lumber is adding about $24,000 to the cost of a new home. So if, if 
the shortage that we have in housing is caused by a lack of supply. The bad news is, is that the new supply that's coming on is subject to higher costs in things like lumber. Now we're seeing fuel costs surge. We know that labor costs have been going up pretty steadily. So all of the ingredients that it takes to build these homes is going up as well, which again is only going to lead to higher prices. And all the all this evidence that you're providing right now, Jay, is awesome. To I mean, it, it supports this idea that there's inflation, and you, like you said, you have a Fed that has clearly stated they want to see inflation run over target for a sustained period of time before they make any attempts to cool it off. So, with all that being known, I, I have a hard time believing that that's not partly why we're seeing this increased demand in housing um, where some people view housing as a as a way to hedge against inflation you know why why sit on cash when you can use it to invest in something tangible that will inflate um, you know if you just have dollars sitting in the bank they're they're not gonna gain value they're gonna lose value so you put it into something like real estate and it's going to gain value and I I gotta believe there's some segment of the population that's that's involved in the real estate market for that purpose alone. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, and some people are going to look at this market, believe it's too hot to enter and want to wait for the next crash. I mean, you, those people are around. Um, I, I have struggled seeing that perspective right now. Um, you know, and again, I, it, it's not my interest to just try to encourage everybody that it's now is always the time. You know, I'm just trying to um, try to bring some context into this and maybe remove the emotion a little bit, right, of, well, what are, what are the facts telling us? Is there any actual data that we can track? And can we draw some conclusions based on what's going on? And, you know, I, I, I know I've laid out the, the supply issues we have probably ad nauseum on the show here, but um, we really have a lack of new housing um, and it's, it's not, it's not being fixed right now. I mean, we're, we're building, it's good to see things being built and um, growth happening, but uh, you know, we got a long way to go. Um, we got to do a commercial break here. Um, there's an article I found this week that I wanted to share with you guys. It, um, the title of it says, Desperate Home Buyers Are Going to Extremes to Land a Home. And it talks a little bit about uh, what the landscape is like right now if you're a buyer. So we'll, we'll talk about that and let you know how it's going on our side, too, as we're attempting to be part of the solution um, to these very competitive situations. So we're going to do a break, and we'll be back in just a minute with more Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Stay tuned. More from the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending in just seconds. Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805 772 
888-242-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 low. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust. Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley and Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Now, back to the show. everybody welcome back so before the break i you know was kind of wanting to foreshadow this segment a little bit just kind of want to talk to you guys about the purchase climate and um you know like we've been saying it's pretty competitive and um you know this also ties into um what you're Dan, what we were talking about, that idea that, um, you know, what, what the next couple of years brings in uh, real estate. And, you know, one of the things you really have to consider in that also is, you know, it's, it's in that supply and demand side, um, but just about, you know, what's going on with the homes that are for sale and, and how does it compare to what's usually happening? 
Um, the number of homes available to buy in April of this year has dropped 40% from a year ago, which is 50% from 2019. Um, just driving up prices, you know, it's right now the most of the measures are, are it's about a 20% home price appreciation year over year. Um, and home sales in 2020 were at their highest level since 2006. Um, that data from the National Association of Realtors. Um, and, you know, we, we would definitely be selling more homes if there were more homes available to, to buy. But the reality is, is that the, it's just not there. And so what we're finding in this market is, um, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for people to be writing offers now without loan contingencies or without appraisal contingencies. And um, I had this conversation multiple times this week with buyers, both first-time home buyers and um, people that are buying, you know, a new home or a move up home replacement home. And, you know, there's a lot of concern here is the real estate agent is saying, Hey, in order to be competitive, we need to be able to remove the loan and appraisal contingencies. And what's really crazy about that. Um, so first of all, um, it, this is always going to be up to the home buyer to decide which level of risk they're comfortable with um, and whether they are comfortable. What this really means is that you could be losing your deposit on the transaction um, because you have an inability to perform and no, um, just no protection within the contract. And so, um, you know, here's what this looks like. Usually, uh, and I think the standard language of the, the California Association of Realtors form today says that you've got um, a 17-day loan contingency period um, and a 17 or checkbox for 21 days, and you, or you could write in another value if you're asking for an appraisal contingency as well. And so if you're going up against a cash buyer, and you're asking for a loan contingency, that means that should you be unable to obtain a loan um, that you could cancel out of this contract without losing your money on account of you had a contingency in place. Um, the loan contingency piece is, um, it kind of worries me less out of the two, um, but here's where the here's where the rubber meets the road. We can do the perfect job qualifying you, all of your income, all of your credit, um, looking at your savings and say, hey, Dan, you are a shoe-in. There's no problem here. We have a loan for you. It's in place. You're going to do, you, you know, don't worry about it. You could waive your loan contingency. Here's the backfire. Um, here's some things that have really happened to us uh, or to clients of ours, maybe I should say. Uh, one time we had um, a person get laid off the day that they signed their loan docs. And um, they were, you know, going to be able to go get a new job. Uh, they were employable. But how long does it take to get a new job? A couple of weeks. And most of the time you got to have a first paycheck. So that deal blows up your, um, your, your loan. 
And you can't anticipate something like that. I mean, most of us, I think, feel pretty secure in our employment. But um, if you work for somebody that signs a paycheck for you, that is generally always a potential. Um, so that's one thing. We, we also have seen um, an experience. We've had people get in horrific accidents and even people pass away during the escrow process. So there's certain things in life that maybe they're a very slim chance, but but ever present that could cause you to not be able to get your loan because something major happens that has nothing to do with our ability to, to actually process the loan itself. It's just your ability to be qualified and stay qualified through the duration of the escrow. So if you understand those risks and you're willing to accept them, um, that those conversations we have and, and get you on your way. The appraisal one is kind of a whole nother horse. Um, if you, waive an appraisal contingency and you've offered 10% over asking price, which by the way is not uncommon right now. We're seeing that pretty regularly. I had one, um, I've had one couple that now just believes that's the norm. If a house is listed for 500, they're offering 550. If a house is listed for 600, they're offering 650. So um, you just see this this sort of behavior, especially people that are losing out multiple times and watching things get more and more expensive, or just saying, "Hey, I'm just I'm just going to come in with guns blazing and make sure that I win." Um, if the appraisal comes in short, you may need to make up the difference in cash. And if you lack those resources, again, you may be unable to get a loan based on an appraisal. And if you had no contingency in place for a low appraisal, then your your deposit is at risk again. Um, it's in those. Uh, unfortunately, that's becoming kind of standard. I mean, I feel like. Um, I know it's just the realtors trying to help their clients be aware of what the market is requiring of them right now, but they're basically, it's an attempt told, to compete with that cash offer that yeah. they're, that they're losing out to often. Yeah. And so now you're, <laughs> so now you've found a house and you know that it's going to be a stiff competition and they're coming in the, and you're being advised to not have a loan contingency and not have an appraisal contingency and um, to offer, you know, maybe five or 10% over list price. I mean, this is the kind of circumstances that, that are going on right now. Um, and, you know, it, it's just, it's kind of the state of how things are. Um, I, I'll say before we move on from this appraisal piece, I, w I also want to just tell people though, that sometimes that really, really, really matters. And sometimes it's not that big of a deal. And I'll, and I'll tell you just so you can sort of understand the difference. If you're buying a house with an FHA loan, where you're going to be making the minimum down payment of three and a half percent. And for sake of round numbers, let's say this is a a house for $500,000 and you're going to say, okay, well, I'm going to buy this house for $500,000. And if you'll accept my offer, I won't have an appraisal contingency. This is really ill-advised. If that appraisal comes in short for 450, your down payment um, is going to go now much beyond the three and a half percent. You're end up, you have a sales price of $500,000 and you're, the math on what your required down payment in is is based on you know four hundred and fifty thousand dollars the appraised value um, the maximum loan amount of that at at ninety six and a half percent you'll be making up a lot of that in cash and and 
chances are if you had access to that kind of cash, you wouldn't be doing an FHA loan to begin with. So in those situations with people that are working with minimum down payment, I can never advise that that's a sound thing to do. Um, now I'll tell you about a scenario and this is a real scenario that's coming. Um, this, I just got this escrow this week. Uh, we had a guy who, um, is at buying a house for 1.2 million. He's making a $600,000 down payment and he has more down payment if he needs to. And he is waiving his loan and appraisal contingency. Now, is that a risky thing to do? Well, in his case, not really, because he knows that if the appraisal comes in short, it may change the terms of his loan. He may have to put some more money down. In this case, the only reason why he, you know, really just needs to know about that is that it may lead to a follow-up conversation where things are a little bit different, but he's got the ability to make it through even if the appraisal comes in for a million. Um, you know, and like I told this guy, uh, if you're, if your appraisal did show up for a million dollars, then you'd have to psychologically be able to process that information that you're paying $200,000 more than what this place is thought to be worth by the appraiser. Um, and that you're just okay with that. It doesn't really affect much else for you. And so you can see now in those two examples, those are two very different people. Um, and so, you know, you just got to know where you fall. You got to know what's at risk. Um, and by the way, those deposits that you make on a contract, they're generally one to 3% of the sales price. So, um, now it's part of the contract. They could always counter you to a greater deposit. But, um, if you're going to buy a $500,000 house as a buyer, you, part of your offer, the strength in your offer and the seriousness is what kind of deposit you're going to write into that. So if you say, well, I'm going to buy your house for $500,000 and I'm going to close in 30 days and I'm going to give you a $5,000 deposit, that's a 1% deposit. And maybe they don't, make great issue with that detail um if you want to get more serious and you say oh, i'm buying a five hundred thousand dollar house and i'm going to give you a forty thousand dollar deposit you're putting a lot of money at risk which is demonstrating a real confidence that you have in your ability to get across the finish line that offer looks a little bit stronger to that seller um it <laughs> that's that's a lot of money at risk. I mean, you got to decide if that's something that you want to do or not. So, um, you know, just got to remember that deposit, if you waive loan and or appraisal contingencies, you may find yourself in an inability to perform and could potentially lose the deposit. So, um, and again, I mean, I bring this up. I don't want to discourage anybody. I want people to know what's going on, and then also give you guys a little bit of a look behind the curtain that these are the kind of things that need to be considered and the conversations that we need to be having. You need to know that this is what's going on in the market and, um, you know, that these things you're going to have to know how to, to get through them and having a really good working relationship with your loan officer is really important. Um, when we talk about this housing market, the thing that my brain just keeps coming back to that I find so weird and fascinating is that 24 months ago, pre-pandemic, the, I mean, we still, the, I don't, 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know that the supply was so different when it comes to number of housing units available for sale. I mean, uh, supply is based on the rate of sales. So I know that that's probably changed, but yeah. as far as home homes available for sale, both new and existing, I don't know if that's changed radically in 24 months, but 24 months ago, we were seeing appreciation of homes slow, you know, from we were creeping that, to about three to 4%. Yeah. Nationally, statewide, like depends on wherever you're looking at it. It was all getting back to normal after the rapid appreciation from the, from the recession, which all made sense, right? There was a big crash. There was a relatively rapid increase in value for a sustained period of time, but then it started to slow. It slowed to you know, below double digits, then it slowed to seven to eight percent, then it slowed to, you know, five percent. And then it was getting down into that three to five percent normal appreciation range. And then boom, the pandemic hits. And now all of a sudden we're back to double digit appreciation. What? And I'm just I keep thinking about, man, why? What? Well, what is it about the pandemic and the circumstances around it? There that have created this frenzy again there is a little bit less inventory um you know not just the rate at which it's being absorbed but there is less inventory um and you know i was talking to a client um that i'm helping buy a house down in la and he said that it's just accepted down there that um values in the dense downtown areas are stable um like basically flat and not under this kind of pressure that a lot of people are choosing to leave the city areas and head for the suburbs. So one of the things that you have going on is you just have people moving. Um, I mean, we saw the, we saw the news article this week that California officially lost population for the first time ever this year. Um, and you know, but people are moving around. We have people, you know, and I know this from, home buyers that I'm pre-qualifying and helping come to the county here that are coming from some other place that are now able to work remote and want to be in a different place because of their ability to work from anywhere. And so it's just pushing and pulling pressure in different places. And, um, and also don't forget, I mean, we're just in California where we have fantastic weather and, and people really want to be here. Um, and by the way, I, I think most of the people leaving California, I haven't really been able to, to nail down these stats yet, but I suspect most of the people that are leaving California are not homeowners, you know? They're people that are in search of an opportunity in a place that looks cheaper. Um, and so anyway, I... I don't know, um, you know, the the next part of the answer to your question, though, Dan, has got to be that sustained low interest rates have people, um, you know, wanting to qualify and get in the mix to buy. And we know that these rates aren't going to be low forever. And we know that um, it gets home buyers excited when you can lock down a 30 year fixed at a sub 3% rate. Um, you know, you got people that wanted that want to get into that and, um, are, sure. are part of the supply side or the demand side of it. So it's time to do the last commercial break here of the show. Hey, when we get back, I want to talk about, um, 
having a good real estate agent makes a big difference in this too. I mean, we talked a little bit about the, the loan side, um, but um, the realtors have a pretty big impact on this as well. So I'm going to go ahead and, and do this break and then we'll get back and wrap this conversation up. So stick with us. It's time to pay some bills. Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Stay tuned. More from the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending in just seconds. Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 low We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust, Blakesley and Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley and Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 with mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Now, back to the show. Look 
Alrighty, guys, welcome back. Um, hey, so on this conversation about um, real estate agents and the impact that they can have on the transaction, I was talking with a, a real estate agent here locally, and I, I won't name the name of the company, um, but suffice to say, they're a large, I think the largest independent local real estate company in Slow County. And she shared with me that um, for Q4 and Q1, um, basically the last six months here, that 40% of the transactions they had came from the network. Um, in other words, they had agents that are in communication with homeowners that say, hey, I want to sell my house. And before it even hits the MLS or goes into do open houses and all this kind of thing that they um, basically say, well, we've got buyers that are worn out from the competition and we can just make this happen a lot faster, cheaper for the seller, easier on everyone um, to just use our network to put together these kinds of deals. And so I would just argue that this is one of those reasons to have a real estate agent that's well connected. Um, if you're a and buyer, this is happening how often? They said forty percent of the transactions. Forty percent of the time, a property is not even getting listed when a, a buyer's you know yep. made an agreement with a seller. Yeah, that wow. they that wow. they basically are just using data that just says, "Hey, we know that right now, um, if we can." come up with the appropriate listing price of your home that you're going to get above list price. And um, so then they go to the buyers that they have and say, Hey, this house is a great house. We know it's going to sell quick and no problem. And the, you know, the seller wants to bring it to market for 600. So what, what would you be willing to pay for it? And it just gives them a little bit of an opportunity to, put their best foot forward and get into a deal before they're competing with, you know, 20 of their best friends. So um, it's interesting. And as a seller, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I love that. I kind of want maximum exposure for, you know, to get as a seller. I think you really want, you know, a good sales price. Right. But um, you know, for a lot of people that if it's easy you know, they don't have to do, you know, worry about inspections and open houses and people coming in and out and all these kind of things. It's just a little bit easier. Um, and if they get more than what they were going to list it for, apparently it's good enough for some folks. So, um, yeah, that piece of advice is find a real estate agent that's well connected, um, whether you're a buyer or a seller. Um, and of course, we work with a lot of real estate agents. So if you guys need referrals, I mean, we are here to help. So give us a call and we'll see if we can match you up with somebody that we think is a good fit. Um, the other thing, you know, is that um, in order to be successful in this market right now, you do need to have a great lender. You need to have a lender that um, can put transactions together in a, in a quick way. And um, I'm really proud to say that um, I had a, a deal close on Monday that was one of those deals that was a 21-day escrow with no loan contingency, no appraisal contingency. Um, and, you know, we 
we got it done on time and successfully and um you know it is it just matters so um if you want to get into this crazy market then um, by all means reach out to us and let us help you um i had a i had a client this week get in to ask her on a house um this is down in the long beach area she got um Oh, what she was expecting about to to net about $150,000 out of her sale of her existing home because of the bidding war frenzy she netted 215 um so picked up an extra 65,000 there um and that gave her an ability to offer more on the house that she was attempting to buy and in that deal this gal was able to put together a deal that was a, um, I think, a 45-day close with a loan and appraisal contingency. So um, that was an encouraging transaction. Um, it did go for over list price, but she was so well qualified that the sellers were comfortable with her deal. So um, at any rate, the, those are the deals that are out there. And I just want to remind you all um, that you need to have a great team on your side, and that's what we offer. So if you if you know that you want to buy a home in the next year, um, if you think you do, and you just want to start, you know, getting your arms around what it entails, um, that's what we're here for. Reach out to us. Let us help you get pre-approved. Um, you know, and and not just your, not just the house you live in, but um, you know, we finance second homes and investment properties, and help people come up with creative financing solutions. Um, sometimes it's just a refi, and uh, rates are still good. We can help you hopefully get rid of your mortgage insurance. I have another deal I put together right now. I'm working on where these people have a five and a quarter percent loan. Um, gonna refinance them down just over 3% right now, um, they're going to be saving almost $700 a month. So um, I don't know who you are, where you are, what you've been doing, but if you have an interest rate that's in the fours or above, oh, you should uh, run and not walk. Um, Get in here. Let us help you out. Let's help save you some money. One phone number rings all of our offices. It's 805 543-5626, which is 543-LOAN, or you can find us on the web at centralcoastlending.com. And um, Dan, thanks so much for your help today. Glad I could be here. Yeah. As usual, I feel like I uh, did the lion's share of talking, but I just... You know, I just, I get to sit back here and listen to the magic happen, and I'm just (laughs) in awe of you. Great job, Jason. Oh, well... (laughs) Um, yeah, well, that wraps it up. I, I thought we would talk about uh, COVID and all the other things, but we're out of time. So we'll have to save those updates for next week. And uh, just want to wish you all um, health and happiness. We'll be back next week with another episode of Mortgage Matters.